Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Memphis Show. You got Captain Eddie here, and of course, my lovely co-host Avery Kell. And we are joined this evening by our co-host from Hearts of Nashville on the European Show, none other than Emmy Lentino. We have a treat for you this evening. We have a special guest in our studio for an exclusive interview. 70s R&B artist Carrie Cleveland joining us all the way from the sunny state of California. We are going to join that interview right now in progress. Let's check it out. Good evening, friends, and welcome to Heart of Indie Radio. Tonight, we are absolutely privileged and honored to have an iconic singer in our virtual Heart of Indie Radio studio, none other than Carrie Cleveland, whose career has spanned over 40 years. You will love this amazing, gorgeous singer and the stories that she's going to share with Eddie and myself this evening. Please welcome Carrie Cleveland. How are you? I'm okay. How about you? Doing really well. Eddie and I have been loving listening to your music. And of course, we just had to have you on the show tonight to introduce you to all of our listeners or maybe reintroduce you to our listeners (laughs) who've perhaps been your fans over the last few years. So, Eddie, is there is there anything that you had on your heart as a burning question after you had this chance to listen to the amazing Carrie? Well, it's such an interesting story. Um, You're originally from Shreveport, is that right? Yes, I was born there and and came out here when I was seven. Seven. Wow. Uh, And you've been in California ever since? Ever since. Wow. Nowhere else. (laughs) (laughs) well you know we're an independent artist station here at heart of any radio we promote independent artists that's what we do and your story is so intriguing because you know kind of digging into it uh i love your music first of all but kind of digging into it you are the epitome of an independent artist i read that you guys self-promoted and had pressed a thousand copies of your original release to promote yourself that was quite an undertaking for the time yeah well my uh, husband he he he's the one that did that i just did whatever he told me to do <laughs> <laughs> so of those thousand copies how many are still around do you know you know it's you know, it sounds funny Different ones have been calling us and wanting to buy them, and we don't have them. So my 60th birthday, I had a party, and I had a box of records. So I gave them to different friends. And you know how sometimes friends, they you give them something or your relative, and they just throw them back somewhere, and they don't even know where they are. So different ones have been asking us to buy you know, they wanted to buy them. Mm-hmm. So we've been collecting them from some <laughs> of the friends. We've been, I promised some of them I would bake tea cakes and uh, give them a CD. A CD. <laughs> so it sounds funny. I called one of my brothers and he was going to uh, ch- exchange with me. And he thought about it and called me up and said, no, that's a collector's item. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely. And so, I'm a big music collector myself, so I was intrigued by this. Wow, this is just, and that, so that's very been, limited. Yeah, well, we've been, I've been begging different ones because people love really, I'm meeting new people and they say, I've been a fan of yours for so long and blah, blah, blah. So 
I said, well, they really want it. And the, my relatives, they just have it to say they have it. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, but yeah, that I, my hat's off to you. That was that was quite an undertaking. You know, I read somewhere a story from one of your previous interviews you did years ago, and they described your music, and I think it was appropriate, is like finding a box of love letters. <laughs> that, that is just so cool. Um, so how would you describe your music? Well, my husband wrote the word, so, but I do like, you know, the older I get and the more I listen to it, it's, uh, I love it because it says so much The the, my son has a, um, a friend that he has a record. And I love it because it's a love story and it just says the right words. And I was thinking one day, I said, you know, my music is that way too. It is. So I said, I really, my husband did a very good job on the wording, I think. Yeah. And absolutely. Exactly. And that's kind of where I was headed with this is it's, yes, it's like a big, it was described uh, perfectly that it's kind of like finding an old box of love letters, especially if you haven't had your hands on that album in a while and suddenly you throw that on the turntable and oh my goodness, where have I been? This is where I need to <laughs> listen to this right now. It's just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So do you have any stories from early on when you guys were first trying to uh, get around and play some of the clubs and uh, hotels and that sort of thing? Well, I met my husband. He was a drummer when I met him. Oh, okay. And uh, he's learned to play keyboards uh, on his own. So he started playing. Then he took classes to read music. So oh, okay. we would play. They would play. I, I wasn't in the music at all. He had a band and I would go and um, they would like start asking me to sing. So I got up to sing and it got where the people start asking for me. So that's how I started being a singer in the group. And I ended up being the, the person. Those were some people with good ears. <laughs> Get her up there. <laughs> we even uh, like, we had a friend, a good friend, which was in the group. We he would get a job and he would get me to audition and they would get the job. And then he would get one of the people that was a friend of his. So that went on for a little while. And my husband had to stop him from that because they were only getting the jobs because of me. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. so. so you're you are touring Oakland at the time. Are you still living in Oakland? No, we live in Rio Vista. Okay. Uh huh. That's not far from Oakland. Okay, so you hadn't you hadn't distanced yourself too far away from there. Mm -hmm. So you're still making the rounds to radio stations and that sort of thing in the area for interviews. You that know, sort of all, thing? Of this, all of this is new. My son is um, the one that's doing this. Okay. We had um, we had records. He had met a friend that was selling old records, ah. and he was. He was telling him about his mom's music and he shared it with him. So 
he gave him he gave him a few, and we found found out later on there were a lot of um, people selling our records, and we didn't even they were even in the record store, and we didn't even know it. Yep, that so they album. were selling them. I can't yeah. let you. <laughs> <laughs> Music is highly collectible. Um, I've got something in the neighborhood of five thousand albums that I've wow. collected over the years, um, and yeah, they become highly collectible, especially. Ones like yours that are so beautiful and so rare, you know, when you only press a thousand copies, that doesn't go very far. And so, yeah, they're hard to come by. But it's been re-released on a different label, right? Who oh, my? Oh yes, it's um, Kalita. Kalita Records. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, is the, if listeners are paying attention to that right now, is that still readily available if they want to go find it? Uh -huh. Yeah. We have CDs. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's kind of funny. Um, he only pressed up uh, a thousand LPs. And I'm not sure how many CDs. You know, we were trying to get some for this past weekend's uh, meet and greet record signing. Okay. And the distributor is out of the vinyl. So all we have are CDs available. I talked to Kalita Records and he said he's going to do a, a press a couple of singles of, of, of the different songs okay. and put them out there. So, but yeah, right now we have, uh, we have copies ourselves that we're, Personally, you know, mailing them out. I sent one to Emmy, and you know, we've been uh, authenticating them and sending them out one by one. Okay, that's nice. Listeners are going to be interested. Uh, this interview is going to air on the Memphis show, and this falls right in there. Um, we're doing a five-part series right now, which is where your interview is going to fall. And oh. it's a five-part series on music production. And right now we're focusing on that Memphis sound, you know, the R&B and soul stuff from the 60s and 70s. So you're going to fall right in there. And so I guess what I'm trying to say, there are going to be listeners who are going to be clamoring, trying to figure out, how do we get her music? That is beautiful. I have not discovered her before. Where have you been hiding her? And so they're going to want to know. <laughs> Is there uh, a website or address or something where they can reach out to you guys and try to order a CD? Or yeah, um, Emmy has my contact information. Uh, my email—you could—that's the best way to message me. Or on Twitter, my Twitter is at Cleveland Heston. Um, Instagram Heston Cleveland. And uh, Facebook, Heston Cleveland. Okay. And uh, my email is Heston Cleveland, the number five at Gmail. Okay. I just wanted to get that in there in case people were looking for it. So, Carrie, what is the most memorable performance or experience from your performing years? What, what, what's the, the show that made you happy just remembering that now today? Well, uh I always think one, uh, we went to uh, junior high school uh, to play for the kids. Uh, oh, yeah. 
one afternoon and um we were we were playing and they, I went up to sing and the song I sung, I can't remember. It's just like heaven being with you. You're like an angel. Too good to be true. You remember that? Oh, wow. I love those lyrics. Yeah. Angel baby. Angel baby. I sung that. And I always thought I sung, sang that well. I thought I did. Uh, I got up to sing it and my legs and things were shaking. So some little kids said, she sounds good, but she's shaking. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the most, that was the nervous I think I ever been with the kids. A little bit of stage fright. That's okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, you have some questions? Yeah. I just, I wanted to ask because I love the, I love your music and I love, I love the comparison of being, you know, it, it is like a, a love letter. But whenever you sing and I'm listening to your album, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the relationship between you and Bill, your husband, and how that incredible bond, you know, spanned decades and all the tours that you went on and all of the experiences that you must have shared. I just would love to know uh, maybe perhaps a special moment that you remember when you were on stage with, with your husband. Was there something that, yeah, some magical moment, I'm sure there were many, but that you would, you would love to share with us tonight? <laughs> Well, uh, like I was saying, mostly he he he's just like my son. I don't I'm not very good at talking. I once I get started, I rumble. You know, I just things don't come out right. But uh, he would do most of the talking, and with my um, music, like we used to sing, like in the garage, it's like if a person had a I had a piano and we went there. Bill's uh, brother also played. So we would go and we would sing, sing. We would sing all afternoon and we just loved it. And my husband, he liked to sing, but he did not have a voice to sing. <laughs> we went, we went played at a nightclub one night and he started singing. He, he was doing good. He started singing and then someone in the audience said, damn. Uh, you need to jet him up. He still would sing. And then, you know, we started we started singing more in church. And my husband would sing. And it got where he, he started sounding a little better. Because no matter how you laughed or uh, talked about, he played and he, he sung. He sung his heart out. He loved it. And his mom said when he was young, and she could always hear him in, in the group. She always knew her son's voice in the group. So we we just we just love to sing. I mean, we love to play. That's uh and like if you had us over, we would sing all day for you. That's with him. What's your favorite song of the songs that you've recorded on, on your album? What what was your absolute favorite? My favorite is um uh Keep On Looking Up. That's my favorite. Oh, title of the album itself, Looking Up. Uh-huh. So that's cool. That's really my favorite. What makes it your favorite? Uh, it's, it's just like heaven being here with you. Oh, I like that. 
Hearts across America and Europe have just melted, folks. Right? <laughs> That'll be right there. <laughs> but, I uh, just think it's so I just think it's so um it's so good. It's a good song. And it's just like uh, the song I was telling you at school, Angel Baby, I love that. I I could name a lot of songs I didn't forget, but I still remember. And going to this um, um, record shop, we went to Saturday. I can't wait to get into the records and look for records I used to know. Isn't that fun, digging up records you hadn't heard in years and years and years? Mm -hmm. And then you find it. And it's like finding a lost love, you know, it's so cool. Which is why I own so many albums and 45s because they're all children to me. <laughs> I love all <laughs> and you know, it, tables you know, over there. It makes you feel so good, you know, yeah. especially when you get one in a time, it reminds you of something that you really was love. It's, it's beautiful. I could listen to one record all day if it's something that has some meaning to me. It, it, yeah, it triggers a flood of memories and emotions. Yeah. yeah, sometimes good, sometimes not so good, but usually they're good if you're if you're attracted to those. So, how many record stores do they have in your area? Oh, we, you know, since the uh, the why you said that word? pandemic, the pandemic, uh, a lot of things have closed up. Yeah, a lot exactly. of stores have closed up, so I don't really know because we used to go to Berkeley. And we would shop all day in the Berkeley. Had these two oh, yeah. record shops. Yeah, I don't even know if they're open now. You know, uh, Berkeley and San Francisco, Haight Ashbury, and Sacramento. We have quite a few mom and pop vintage record stores in the area, and and the one that we went to this weekend. It was like Disneyland. You walk in, it took it took our breath away. It was like, oh my God, this is incredible. It was 10,000 square feet. We apologize for the technical difficulties, but now we are back with the sensational Carrie Cleveland. I wanted to thank your son, Heston, for we were just chatting about um, what a wonderful job he's done promoting your music. And and it's because of him that I had a chance to meet you virtually and listen to your, your records. And thanks again for sending um, your record to me. It really means a lot to my kids and I. Uh, and and Carrie, I'd love for, you know, the, the listeners out there who want to follow you on social media. I think uh, Heston was kind enough to tell us how we can reach you. But if there was a, just one last message you'd like to give our listeners that are tuning in tonight, that would be wonderful. It could be, a, it could be two words, it could be a sentence, whatever it is, just a, a last hurrah to our listeners. Oh, well, thank you very much for, um, for me being one of your, um, well, I don't know what to say. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it very much. I've always been where I was um, shy. I would sing in a minute, but uh, if you ask me to talk, it's a different thing. Like <laughs> we had a show here and uh, they asked me what I wanted to do. You get up to say, uh, we were reading the Bible, talking about different things. I said, well, I'll sing. So I ended up singing and it was, it was one of my favorite spirituals uh, Precious Lord, I love that song. 
Oh, yes. I love that Beautiful. too. So Beautiful. If, if someone asked me to do something, if they said, if they say talk, um, but I will, I will start singing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the Memphis show tonight. And Eddie and I are just thrilled to chat with you and hear more about your stories. And we hope that it will be the first of many interviews that we have the privilege of, of giving thank with you. you. So thank so you. Much. Thank you so much. Because Heston talks about you all the time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Well, it's it's great. It's great. All the indie music that's out there. And, and tonight we, we this is no different. We love featuring indie artists and and you've had the most incredible stories. So thank you again for yeah, just just sharing your heart and music with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Carrie, for joining us here. We are so excited to have had you in the studio. Now we're going to get back to the music right here on The Memphis Show with Carrie Cleveland and I Need Love. We'll be back. <laughs> 